Patti LaBelle. Where my background singers? Woo! Aretha Franklin. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Diana Ross, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, and my mama, Ernestine. What do all of these names have in common? Each of these ladies has been hailed as a diva in her own right. From the glamour and opulence to the talent and showmanship, you know a diva when you see one. From WBEZ Chicago, this is When Magic Happens. I'm Cheryl Jackson, here with Jennifer Shaylove Bowers and Taylor Coward. And is a diva a female version of a hustler? Has the idea of a diva evolved? Or are we witnessing the decline of a diva? Ooh, that is such a good topic. I know. You know, you hear this word all the time. Diva this, diva that. Oh, she a diva. Oh, she want to be a diva. She thinks she a diva. Who's calling you a diva? Is it a good thing? I think it may depend on who's calling you a diva. Anyway, I can't wait to hear all the takes because y'all know I got some of my own. All that and more after the break. What is a diva? A female version of a hustler. No, I'm kidding. That's what I was going to say. What do y'all think? What comes Um, to mind when you hear the term diva? I mean, when I think about a diva, I think of somebody who is just, they're clear about what they want and they ask for it unapologetically. Mm -hmm. Like, I need all white peanut M&Ms in a big round bowl. (laughs) You know, like, I want this thing. This is how I am better, you know? Right. You know, and I just think they have grown to learn this is what makes me better. This is how I perform at my ultimate level. And so I think a diva is just somebody who is very clear about what their expectations are. Mm -hmm. I like that. I do. I really like that. I got some more to say about that, too. But Taylor, what's your take on diva? I think in the new sense of the word, a diva is... You know, now I think more of someone that's glamorous, someone that is just like, I do a thing really well. Let me show you how I do it. Oh, you know hello. what I mean? Yes. That's what I like think that. of. Yeah. With We're doing a shoulder Shul- shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a shimmy. <laughs> and unapologetic about it. Yeah. 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 I think the term probably started, well, this is my assumption, mm-hmm. so I haven't done any research or data analysis on this, but... You know, the opera singers, mm-hmm. and they mm. take center stage with their costumes and their voluminous gowns and voluminous boobs and heaving and just being center stage, enjoying the limelight. And maybe then it was probably termed as tantrums. You know, I've heard some stories around a particular, you know, former opera singer. They would said that she would have these tantrums. Um, now I think we're, you know, we call it owning what um, the moment and how we feel and and demanding nothing less than. Mm -hmm. But it started from there, you know, really as a term um, attributed to celebrities Mm -hmm. or performers, but it's so much applies. That's so interesting. Yeah. It applies to so much more than just a celebrity and, or a performer or even a woman. Okay. So I never thought of it that way. Like, Post Me Too, post accountability, people don't sugarcoat bad behavior as much as they used to before. Mm -hmm. Now we just call it, this person does not treat people well on set. This person Mm -hmm. does X, Y, Z. 
rather than labeling them a diva because we have taken a more positive direction with that word. But when you brought up the opera singer that you know that does the tantrums, I was like, now they probably wouldn't even call that person a diva. They'd call that person hard to work with. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what is actually a diva? Well, actually, I went to Webster. Let's okay. see what Mr. Webster, what Ms. Webster, Webster say? has to say about diva. Diva is the Latin word for a goddess. It is often being used to refer to a celebrated woman of outstanding talent in the world of opera, theater, cinema, fashion, and popular music. If referring to an actress, the meaning of diva is closely related to that of prima donna. Mm. I think that from a negative perspective, diva has really been closely aligned to prima donna. Mm -hmm. Like, you think you all that and you're difficult. Like as someone who, you know, in past that negative connotation, talented maybe sometimes overinflating their t- talent, mm-hmm. um, but difficult to work with. Those sort of adjectives have been projected onto women. And it makes, yeah, it makes it a woman's issue. Yeah. And yeah, it's not because I, I th- when I think of people that are hard to work with that yeah. I hear about in the news, it's men most of the time. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so what do you 100%. call a man? I mean, because I find that that, that is a man, a tyrant. Okay. okay, that's what you call a man that's like that. That's But that is a good point. Why don't we say they're being divas? Exactly. Because I think that, which is why I like the way we women are reclaiming mm-hmm. uh, the word diva mm-hmm. from... Some people, some women still don't like to be called a diva because they're buying into all of this kind of projection of mm-hmm. what that is. I've she heard some women. She ain't no diva. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some, some people, some women still to this day, mm-hmm. they view it as completely a negative term. And yeah. don't call me a diva because mm-hmm. I'm not that. So my question to you is, mm-hmm. Do you think it depends on who's calling you a diva, whether it's bad hmm. or neg- uh, good or bad? I guess so. Positive or negative. I grew up being like, my grandma is a diva. Like, my grandma is very much main character energy. Mm-hmm. And I I have a photo. I like that. I, I love her. MCE. She, yeah, she's main character energy. main character energy. I have a picture that I'll show y'all of. I told my mom, apparently, I was like, I want to look like grandma on Easter. And so my mom went and found like a long petticoat, a huge hat, a matching coat, a big dress, like because my grandma would be glammed at right. church. Like people would just be like, oh, my gosh, like, who is that? And every Thanksgiving, my choir would do a show at Rockefeller Chapel. Mm-hmm. And my grandma like walked in the door and everyone was like, oh. Who is that? That's your grandmother. She's so beautiful. She's so this. She's so that. She wears a lot of rings on her hands. She will show up to anything in a fur coat. <laughs> and she just is like that lady. Come you know on, diva. I mean? Right. Come and so on, we would diva. just be like, diva. Like, grandma's a diva. Or like, uh, we were at Cracker Barrel. And she said, do you have orange pico tea? And he said, what? And I said, Lipton. <laughs> But that's just my grandma. She's orange pico. So when, when she's being a little extra, we say orange pico. Okay. Is the issue that being extra? she's being too extra or we're all doing too little? I mm. think divas do extra because they, like I said earlier, I got something to show you. You're going to see this. Like, you know what I mean? 
you know we're gonna be extra when Maybe them kids that expression extra? i think it, i think extra is good yeah because it, it didn't have always but right. here's the thing is maybe it's just the expression of that woman mm-hmm. but because we've been boxed in to be behind the scenes supporters of men mm-hmm. that when you step into the center stage of light and own who you are mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you a diva you being extra i think of extra more positively mm-hmm. and so think of it for me as like example my grandma if i don't have on earrings she'll look at me and she say you sick and I say, no, Grandma, I forgot my earring. <laughs> oh, okay. You look a little different. My grandma goes everywhere uh, with like makeup, rouge, as she says. She gotta have her rouge on <laughs> on her on her cheeks, and she always has on a lot of jewelry. And like that's not typically how people show up at things. And I'm like, my grandma is just. Well, my mother, my grandma does it up. <laughs> is the same way, baby. She is dressed to the nines. At all times, she descends from her boudoir that is <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Comes down a spiral staircase. Right. <laughs> hair fully done, you know, like at 7 a.m., 7.30. She does not leave her bedroom in PJs or sweats or something like that. No, 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 no. She's always going to be exacting. But that's been her personality mm-hmm. since always. I feel that way about you two. Like... Cheryl is wearing a red lip right now. Mm, she looks cute. Ooh, okay. And Jennifer's hair, so listener, beautiful. Is always lovely. Always beautiful. It is always quaffed, Thanks. laid, a pearl is on, a diamond is on. Her arms are out and stunning. I come from an admiration tip of like, oh my gosh, like look how this person does it up. Look how this person mm-hmm. commands a room. Look how they mm-hmm. showcase their talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Both of you brought this home for me. Okay. Which is, I think divas have certain expectations. And often to other people, external to them, they're just high expectations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, I'm thinking about, like, in there's a specific moment in the Renaissance film where Beyonce was like, um, yeah, you know, what if we use these lights, you know? And the guy was like, oh, we don't have these, they don't have these lights, or whatever. And she, she said, was well. Like, <laughs> she was like, well, I looked it up. But, like, even in her creating expectation around that, that could have been perceived as her being, you know, extra or right. wanting mm-hmm. too much or, you know, and she's just like, yo, I want this thing, yeah, you know? And what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. I have a vision for this. This is my expectation. And... I want it. Extra, I think, is getting better. Getting like, better. you know we're going to be extra when them cameras go pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> I think um. it's, it's, becoming a, it's becoming a good thing. Who do you think of when you think about a diva? Who comes to mind? Um, what makes them a diva? Who's your ultimate diva in your head and Why? <laughs> I love that Aretha Franklin would be like, you need to pay me in cash first. Now. Because people didn't used to pay her. That's right. And she used to get played with. Mm -hmm. So she was standing on business. That's right. When she would be like, hey. And holding her purse. And I I love that of like. Purse and a fur coat. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she just is like, pay me. Like, and and I think that she had to work and had to sacrifice, especially in like the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. so that now people are more comfortable to just 
get their worth up front mm-hmm. and and know what to expect and be like vocal about what to expect but yeah that was like a reframing for me because i knew older aretha you know what i mean mm-hmm. where like it was known that she wanted to be paid up front but you have to also think about why she got there right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and yeah. who who so aretha's your girl that's your original that's your you think of aretha franklin when you think of quintessential diva I think of many. I think of Diana Ross. I think of Aretha, like Diane Carroll. We got classic divas. Classic. We got mm-hmm. post-classic. And then we have contemporary. So for your classic diva. Is Those. Aretha <laughs> and Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. So post the next generation, like mm-hmm. say Gen X. Mm-hmm. Who's Who comes to mind? I think of Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. And Mariah Carey is just... Like always kind of tiptoeing everywhere. Yes. (laughs) Always got her hands up. Always, (laughs) you know, and she comes out, she whistle tones, she shuts the house down. She delivers. Then she go back. (laughs) She go do whatever she was doing before. Right. And um, I also think now we in the social media age, we make people into role models like immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think of people that I look up to. I think of like. Beyonce is contemporary. Is contemporary. Right. Mariah Carey is is contemporary, and a lot of those are like also business women. And mm-hmm. I think I do gravitate to the standing on business <laughs> women's. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, Jennifer, who who comes uh, to mind for you? I definitely say Diana Ross. You know, she just has this presence about her. I'd absolutely say Patti LaBelle for me. Mm-hmm. Those two come to mind for classic divas post-classic I'd say Whitney Houston but like for a different reason because I also feel like she wasn't as diva-ish as Diana Ross and Patti LaBelle like Mm -hmm. I think her she had this different way about her you know Mm -hmm. definitely Beyonce for me Mm -hmm. Uh, hands down she be she would be a good example of a contemporary diva what about you Cheryl for classic, mm-hmm. Leotine Price. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just in the Webster definition. The true sense. Yeah. yeah. Sense. I mean, just incredible talent, incredible presence. Um, knew her value, knew her talent, knew her worth, um, and just had incredible presence. So I, I think of Leotine Price. Post-classic, yeah, Whitney. I mean, you know, Whitney... She's my Barbie doll. She's my, you know, um, I remember her on Seventeen magazine with the little fro. Oh, yeah. She's the first black woman that I grew up with that was a superstar, an icon for her beauty and Mm -hmm. her talent. Contemporary. I am, I'm looking at everyday working women like a Melody Hobson, you know, like, got fashion on lock okay they got their business on lock they are unapologetic about their voice and their opinions and i just love it Mm -hmm. i just love it desiree rogers glamorous outspoken tough funny i just like these really great examples of what it means to be uh, a diva so um What's the difference between the classic divas? Mm-hmm. Name the classic divas as Aretha Franklin, Diana Ross, Diana Carroll, 
Leotine Price, my fave, and the artists of today, you know, like Lizzo, Beyonce, Rihanna. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one right there. Lot. Rihanna a is lot. a good one. Yeah. Uh, Diva, because she's standing on business. Music, beauty, just... I feel like we have so many, so many good contemporary representations probably because of our uh classic divas Mm -hmm. that had to set up standard Mm -hmm. you know people are still fighting in the industry for a lot of things but there were a lot of barriers and doors Mm -hmm. open because of the classic Mm -hmm. divas because all those people you've been naming are people with so many other ventures. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, Issa Rae has a wine now. I know. And I'm I like, and I keep going to get it, and it's always gone. Via Rae? Mm-hmm. Okay. Via Rae Prosecco wine. I'm about to try it out. And I just, I don't know. It's inspiring to see so many people, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, we keep saying standing on business, but standing on business so and knowing you're worth it. One of the differences is, as mm-hmm. I understand you, is that unlike the classic divas, where contemporary or uh, divas of today are branching out beyond acting or music or they have their multi hyphenated. Mm. Uh, is mm. that, a- you know, I don't know. I, I think it's like all encompassing thing, you mm-hmm. know, and they, these are all people that dress beautifully and that like have broken, like Nicole Byer talked a lot about like, wanting I think Siriano made like this beautiful dress for her and she was like before nobody was trying to make anything for mm-hmm. me and my size and so that means that like in 10 years there's gonna be a larger size woman a plus size woman that like maybe won't have to go through that mm-hmm. because there was someone that like opened that door for them mm-hmm. and so I think maybe our contemporary divas are able to be multi-hyphenates because of the doors that our past multi-hyphenates opened for us. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it it's it's almost like, you know, what their sort of battle was or their struggles were were really just breaking certain barriers, mm-hmm. you know, like hey, being able to just even perform in this space, mm-hmm. you know, or to have this kind of audience or to be able to, you know, record in these different places you know like I think they really did an extraordinary job of like having high expectations in order to break those barriers right right so would you call yourself uh, a diva um sure I uh that doesn't sound like a thousand percent because I think that we've brought I think we've talked about it more in terms of like an idol way Mm -hmm. you know what I mean more in terms of like people we look up to specifically in entertainment and pop culture. But in my day to day, I would say that I'm assertive and I would say that I'm what? Standing Standing on on business. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, uh, if we're thinking of it in that way, then yes. Are y'all divas? I wouldn't call myself a diva. I am a goddess. Oh, per. Just kidding. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, you know, when it comes to goddessness. Okay. So, yeah, I you know, this is why I've enjoyed this conversation cuz I I wouldn't call myself a diva. Um in I don't I just I don't know. I feel I'm a budding boss lady. Yeah. I call <laughs> I myself like a boss. Yeah, I'm budding boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think if we were like singing or something, maybe it'd be different. But like 
I don't know. I feel I feel boss. That's what yeah. I feel. You know, diva for me is not just about artistic talent. Mm. You know, okay. being an actress or a musician. Um, it really is. I think Beyonce's song "Diva" is a female version of "Hustler." Really took it out of or beyond just. You can only be a diva if you're a celebrity or an actress or a performer. Mm. If you are bold, mm-hmm. okay, then, and you are confident in your boldness and you show up with presence, then that makes you a diva. That is a diva. Mm-hmm. That I'm unapologetic about the value and the worth that I bring to the table mm. and the talent. Okay, sure. Uh, and I'm bold. It's like a whole word standing yes. on business. Yes, standing on She's business, standing baby. On business. So, yes, ma'am, I am a diva. You are, girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a owner. Even for those who think it's negative, I I'm know, there that's too. right. Okay, yeah. so. So diva, I think, is a positive thing. Yeah, yes. yeah. In my book, I love that. And then Beyonce's book too, cause that chick right there, diva. And that's a wrap for today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Friday for your dose of when magic happens. And follow us on Instagram at When Magic Happens Podcast. You can find me, Cheryl Jackson, on social media at Cheryl Jackson. That's Cheryl with an E. You can find me, Taylor Coward, on Instagram at Taylor Coward Online. And you can find me, Jennifer Shay Love Bowers, on Instagram at Being Shay Love. When Magic Happens is a production of WBEZ Chicago and part of the NPR Network. Our truly magical producer is Brianna Garrett. Brendan Banaszek is our executive producer. Tracy Brown is chief content officer by Maria Lopez. We'll see y'all next week.